Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's like uh, I went in um, Santa Clara the other day. I went to the Winchester Mystery House. Yep, we've that was one of our first episodes. Which like, and the spookiest thing was I couldn't figure out how to buy a ticket. So I... <laughs> <laughs> This is a very special episode for many reasons. Hey, this is Tom, and first of all, we recorded this on Halloween. So last night, if you're listening to this, the day it drops. Secondly, it's one of those very rare times that we record an episode and then immediately post it. And that's because our very special guest, Matt Stewart, from the Do Go On podcast, was our guest. He was live in studio and straight from Australia. He was in town visiting, so we did a pod. Not going to lie, very little scary talk in this one, but a lot of fun. Uh, Then we recorded an episode of his podcast, Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, that will cross-drop at a later date. Very, very fun time. Great dude. Uh, So glad he got to come into the studio and do this podcast with us. Deshaun will be someplace in Los Angeles. Check his Instagram page if you're in town. Then I head to the East Coast next week to do a bunch of shows in Florida. Uh, I got a couple of corporate gigs in Orlando, but I'm doing some public gigs uh, in Pensacola for the University of West Florida, Pensacola. So check my website for those details. And I'm opening for Brad Williams in Calgary and Winnipeg right after Thanksgiving. Again, everything's at TomTran.com if you want to get tickets and information. Also, if you haven't checked out my guitar show, The Story Behind the Strings, I dropped a very special Halloween episode yesterday, so check that out. Like, subscribe, do all the things. As always, thanks for listening, and here we go. Welcome to Scary Funny, the podcast where funny comedians talk about haunted places, scary stuff, and things that just freak us out, and we try to make each other laugh. While we're doing it, I am your host, comedian, actor, army veteran, tired... (laughs) <laughs> Tom Tran, I'm here with my co-host, also comedian, also actor, big Lakers fan, Deshaun Ross. And our very special guest from all the way from Australia, Matt Stewart, thanks so much for having me. That, do you, Will you edit that pause out where you seem to forget your own No, bio? no, I, I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I leave that in all the time. This is going to be a very special episode for a very re- a lot of reasons, because uh, we are recording it on Halloween, and uh, unlike most episodes that we record and then like bank for weeks at a time because of touring we're going to release this tomorrow november 1st the day after halloween which is uh, all saints day or dia de los muertos los muertos for our uh, southern california friends um and especially because our my good friend matt is here and i'm very excited about this episode and i don't want to wait months for this to come out i that's just blown my mind because so tomorrow so this halloween's is it's like the eve, it's like Christmas Eve for Halloween. So well, Halloween literally it means All Hallows Eve. Oh, uh, yes, so, I have heard. I've heard yeah. that All Hallows Eve, meaning Whoa. tomorrow's All Saints Day, um, in Christian faiths. So they get rid of all the evil stuff, and then tomorrow's All Saints stuff. Yeah, I think the way it's, I, I think the way it goes is. Uh, tomorrow's All Saints Day when every, when they celebrate uh, the saints and for the the Latin American countries they celebrate the dead. So Dia de, 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 uh, de, de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. 
And the understanding is Halloween night, the day before, is the day that the veil between the supernatural and the natural world is very thin. So that's why you can like maybe see ghosts and goblins and things like that. Oh. Those those spirits are, are able to come through. So, that's awesome. But also that could be a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. But you believe it, right? Do I believe it? Do I believe in what? Halloween or? Well, just the possibility that the truth is out there sort of stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think that there there has to be something above and beyond what we consider normal and regular life. Just like what we see and feel every day, like physically and what we can touch. Um, whether that comes in the, the way of ghosts and spirits, I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I'd like to believe that. All this other ritualistic stuff... It's fun and it's like nice to believe and it's a, for me it's a it's a fun thing to believe and maybe like latch on to but like we do on this show like I want proof. Mm. Like I like talking about it. I like I like when things freak me out for sure. Yeah. But I would like some proof and I would like some evidence until then. Like I'll I'll do the you know, I'll I'll celebrate the day of the dead and Halloween and all that stuff just as a matter of like I grew up Christian. I grew up that was part of my faith and it's the things that we believe and then as I grew up I saw how other people believed and how it all kind of meshed together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of believe it. How about you? Uh, yeah, I'm probably like a level back from that. I want to believe, but I, I just can't. I just can't quite mm-hmm. get there. Okay. But I'd love, I'd love it to be true. I'd love there to be uh, something beyond this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> love death to not be the end. Well, let's introduce you first. So you are here from Australia visiting. You're a very funny stand-up comedian. And from the very popular Do Go On podcast, which is where I know you from. That's right. And it's, uh, yeah, it's wild that the uh, the world of podcasts, you know, the, the podcast hands stretch across the oceans mm-hmm. and we can touch each other. <laughs> it is really weird because I started off as a fan. I don't know, Deshaun, if you even know this. So yeah. I started off as a fan of the podcast because of James and Meso from the Weekly Planet, which is the comic book nerd podcast that I listen to. I think you guys were all on the Planet Broadcasting Network together at the same time. Yeah, that's right. And at one point, they were like promoting the other shows on the network. And I heard an episode, uh, I think it was the Bigfoot episode. Oh, Um, yeah. And I was like, they're really great. And then I became a big fan for a lot of years. And then I reached... That's over now. (laughs) That's over now. Um, no, no. Still a big fan. And then I reached out to you guys a few years ago with a business proposition that we've been trying to make happen for literally five years now. And I don't know how much you guys have talked about it. I've kind of kept it under wraps other than like me and my lawyer and you guys and my girlfriend. The only people to know about it. Right. Um, because we've, it's been a challenge. We've been, talked about it a bit. I mean, like, you know, I was already in 2020. I was here in my mind. It was already happening. Like, we were a ways down the... Mm-hmm. Although, since then, I've realized how much harder the visa process <laughs> is so much harder. than I realized. But, yeah, that went... Just before COVID hit, I was I was sure we were coming over. Oh. I had it all... Like, it was happening in my mm-hmm. head. Yeah. Uh, and then again, this year, we I mean, like we'd booked venues. We got... Yes, we did. We got a lot further, but the State Department effed us. I'm, I'm here. I'm, <laughs> why? This, yeah, Why? So basically, and name names as well. Okay, uh, no, no. So basically, what happened is there are a set of requirements. Okay, so I'll just talk about. It. I'm not going to be coy about this. I was trying to bring the Do Go On podcast to the United States to tour because you guys have sold out in Australia, you sold out in in England, the UK, uh, Malaysia, and I wanted to bring you over to the states because I know how big of a fan base you have here in the states, and I know how hard it is to get visas to come over here Mm -hmm. and i know how hard it is because my sister works for homeland security like she is i don't okay i definitely can't say what she does (laughs) she works for homeland security so because i live here in hollywood and i have the resources that i do and i have i have a literal immigration lawyer dealing dealing with stuff for me i was trying to get them to come to the states and do this big tour and we actually started planning this February of 2020. I know oh, this yeah. because when I went back to my lawyer in February of 2023, it was nearly three years exactly to the date the last time I went to set this. Anyway, so the problem is 
there is such a stringent requirement for entertainers to come to the United States to perform. Basically, the standard to, to be able to get a, a working visa to come to the United States is so high. Like, you have to get letters of recommendation from people in your field that are above and beyond. So let's say, this is not how it works, but let's say I'm a director from Australia or okay. anywhere, and I want to come to the United States to work. I have to get letters from Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, J.J. Abrams, all these people who are high up in their field to yeah. say, this guy's got the skills to be here to do this as opposed to an American who can do this. That's a lot. Why? That's a lot because they don't they don't want they they want to give US citizens the opportunity to do this as opposed to people with skills coming from other countries who can who can tour and like make money but they want to give the leg up. That and that's really what it is. Like when it comes down to it, they want to give American citizens the opportunity to make the money as opposed to foreigners coming into the United States and making the money. So you have to demonstrate that you have such a high level of competence in your field. And you have to get... I, I was under the impression it was like three letters of recommendation. Yeah. We go through this whole process. My lawyer's like, it's 10. <laughs> it's a minimum of six. 10, 10 will be great, but a minimum of six. And this cost so much money. Because you got, you got to pay the person that you're getting the recommendation Not from. necessarily. You gotta. I I had to pay the lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer has to pay the start State Department. You have fees uh, for not just the group, each individual person. Of course, and then you have to get a guild like SAG, but it is a different guild for podcasting and like um, variety shows. Yes. Oh, what's the podcasting guild? Is it it's, the radio one? Yeah, uh, it's not AFTRA. Okay. There is a separate guild. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but you have to get them to send a letter about a group of people they've never heard of. Hmm. So then you have to give them information <laughs> so they can write. And I'm like, it's a lot of work. And well, it, like on, on the uh, ap application, like the first thing that we filled out, it, it said uh, examples of, of reaching um, a high standard. Excellent. Yeah. Example, Oscar awards or Nobel prizes. <laughs> like you're just hanging out with Oscar award winners. That's that's the level. Like, and I think it's and it's so expensive. Like, ask any of our friends who are here from the UK or Australia who's doing stand up. They spend yeah thousands of dollars doing this. And I was trying to get three of them over here. I remember London was talking about something like that. Uh... Yeah. So it was, and it was constantly me getting the information of my lawyer, them coming back and going, we need more. Or we sent it to the State Department, and they want more. And, oh, and here's, here's my favorite part. You can't even send the application to the State Department without having a tour schedule on the books. So I had to go to these venues and go, hey, listen. You had to book them hypothetically. Hypo let, book my group. Under the assumption that the State Department will grant them this visa. Because I can't even submit this Without until it. you say yes. So luckily I had just enough juice. Just enough. At a couple clubs yeah. to be like, let's do this. Do this as a favor for me. And we'll make this happen. And how much do comedy club venues love when you cancel shit? Yeah, oh, awesome. Especially if they turn someone down because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Two clubs were like, we got names who want that weekend. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Great. Yeah. The whole process gets to waste, you know, all sorts of different people's time, mm -hmm. which I think is, is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. It does get to waste a lot of people's time <laughs> and a lot of my money. Money and time. But the ups and time is money as yes. well. Yes. Oh, my God. Especially with my lawyers. <laughs> who, That's ridiculous. Who charge by the hour. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, we're, when it eventually happens... Like, I think breaking even is becoming the new goal. <laughs> I want you guys to make some money, but more than anything, I want you guys to come over here because yes. I know how many fans want this to happen. I want it to happen. That's Yeah, we've been talking about it for so long that yeah. it... Uh, I mean, we got really far in the process. It feels like we we know we know more now. We know way more There's now. less unknown unknowns. Yes. To put it in a classic American uh, terminology. It was It was just very much like... When they came back to me and they're like, oh, no, you need 
a minimum of six letters. Mm. Like a minimum. That's a lot of letters. Yeah, yeah I letters. know. No one writes so letters anymore either. Did, would it have to be from a touring comedian or just Pro- comedian, producer, a booker, venue, like uh, somebody in the field who has personal knowledge of them and how good they are? Do comedy club owners count or bookers? Um, I mean, the letters I got were from like Will and a, a producer like and TV producer. No, I think it was a tour producer oh, okay. from a tour you guys sold out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was and, from the British. Yeah, tour, and right? that that was fine. They didn't tell me these weren't going. Oh wait, wait. There was one where they're like, he didn't sign this. Oh, Electro- yeah. He signed it electronically or didn't sign uh, something like that, and I was like, yeah. "Cool, you guys could have told me this." They're just making it harder. Fucking right? three months ago, <laughs> yeah. while I was. D- and every time there's feedback, you go back to this time-wise, back to the start of the process again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. <laughs> you could pay the standard fee to um, submit the application, mm-hmm. which is a not insignificant amount of money. Okay. And it, they may get back to you in six months. Maybe. Or you can pay an extraordinary amount of money, and they will be required to get back to you in two weeks. So it's either you, you sit yeah. and wait, you, you don't pay, and you sit and wait, or you do pay, and then even when they get back to you, they could get back to you like they did to me and said, hey, we need more information. So you could pay an arm. And wait, or arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's our relationship. Yeah. Anyway, I'm here on the ho- uh, on the holiday or the vacation at the end of the supposed tour, which didn't yes, happen. Yes, the tour. But was... I'm still getting to do the <laughs> the vacation at the end, which is nice. So that's how <laughs> that's mine and Matt's uh, relationship, along with Jess and and Dave, who at some point I I, I hope to meet, but I I really wanted to make that happen this year, but we know more. Yeah. You gonna try again for next year? Well, the upside is my lawyer is like you already paid this money, so the process is ongoing. The process is on hold until we get a solid set ten, of dates and and the letters. letters of recommendation. With but I've already paid the money, so it's essentially sitting right. in a trust. That's well, that's good. At least they don't yeah. make you go again because that right. would be. Hard to justify, probably, second time around. Oh, yeah. When I explained this to the IRS, I'm looking forward to explaining this major law fee, law fee uh, to to my accountant at, at tax time. You're thinking they're, they're going to think you're laundering? No, but it's going to be... <laughs> I think it's because it's... I've never paid that much in legal fees. Oh, like, what, what have <laughs> with, you done? <laughs> with nothing to show Are for Are you it. in trouble? No. But usually when I pay legal fees, there's... Something to show, yeah. There's a, there's yeah, yeah. some sort of receipts on the books, and come back and go, yeah, I paid this much to make this much or to lose this much. Yeah, okay. but it's never been. I just paid this much, and absolutely nothing came of it because the state department fucked me. How many more letters would you need, or do you have any of them? I think minimum I need three more. Can Deshaun write one? <laughs> I can write it. <laughs> Whether they'll take it or not, that's a whole nother story. So could you get it from like, let's say Russell Peters? Yeah, if Russell Peters. Yeah, if Russell Peters would okay. write a letter for them, Russell, if you're listening, all you gotta do is pop up to the show when he goes, "Hey, you want time?" <laughs> so you know what? Funny is, you say time. Could you write this letter? As a matter of fact, don't even write it. I got it written. <laughs> yeah. You just sign it. it. Yeah, and I'm gonna videotape you signing it because. If he's going to give you five minutes on the show, I just sign this letter. I don't need the dime. Just yeah, yeah. sign this mm-hmm. for my guys. I appreciate that. But that is that is our our relationship. But uh, I'm glad you still made it over here. Yeah, having a great time. How was last night? We're going to talk about that? Or this is, I know this yeah, is more no. about ghosts and stuff. No, no, we start off sometimes. You know, sometimes we spend three minutes talking about ghosts <laughs> at the end of an episode. I was listening to uh, your first birthday episode today with, while I was wandering the streets. With Fumi, Abby? Yeah, it's great. I loved how much he was afraid to even, you know, talk about mm-hmm. a, a photo that you had. Yeah. He's like, I can't. He didn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. It made me really want to see that photo. Oh, you'll I'm see glad it. You said <laughs> you'll see it. So, how has your your holiday been? What's uh, what do you what have you done? I uh, went to Chicago for four nights, mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, saw all the sights there. Gary, Indiana. and Right. Had a, a Chicago-style hot dog, deep dish pizza, a shot of Malort. <laughs> What's Malort? Malort's like a Chicago specialty. It's, um, it's sort of famously disgusting. Uh, Great. Chicago-based liquor. And it... Um, I think it's maybe got a European origin, but yeah, they... I think they kind of make... Uh, they make tourists drink it. Okay. All right. It's like... And uh, I got away with it. I was there four nights, and it was late on the fourth night that it started coming out. Oh, so close. Sounds gross. It's like when you guys make us eat uh, Vegemite. Well, that's different. We like Vegemite. <laughs> I like Vegemite, too. I, it took me a while. As a kid, I hated it. But I have some. What is it? Somebody sent some. It's a yeast e- extract that you spread on toast. Mm. Yep, that's a that look is exactly <laughs> how it tastes. <laughs> it's like it's a I think it's an extract from the beer yeah. brewing process. They take the and yeast. And it's like a very thick yeah. black tarish sort of. Yeah. It doesn't sound delicious. No. It's no. based on an English one called Marmite. Yeah. And it, we ripped that off and called oh, okay. it Vegemite and somehow <laughs> Yeah. Like most of our Australian icons it's sort of just been ripped off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So you take the you take the yeast and put it on more bread. Yeah, that's you, right. Yeah, which I know. You, it's just oh, carbs on carbs. As someone who's very particular with your diet, I'm sure you'd love the sound of double carbs. And tar <laughs> just sounded messed, all the way messed up. Tar? Ah, I'm good. It's very salty. Yeah. It's just like thick and salty. But uh, yeah, as a as a kid, I hated it, but I've, I've got a real taste for it now. And it goes great with like, you know, avocado on toast and stuff. A little bit. That's That's the key. A little bit. Well, okay. that's how you start off, but then you start chasing the high and you have to get thicker and thicker <laughs> amounts. I put on quite a lot now just to just to feel something, you know. Okay. <laughs> As I get older and my taste buds die. <laughs> that's hilarious. Man. Sounds kind of nasty, too, as you're describing. I'm like, what are we talking about all of a sudden? <laughs> I had a fan sent me some. Actually, he met you at one of your shows because he was listening to one of my old podcasts, and I was, I was talking about you guys. This was long before I had reached out to you about this. Yeah, right. And he actually went to one of your shows because he's in Australia, and... Um, he he met you. Yeah, right. So I'm uh, very approachable. Yeah. <laughs> but he sent me he sent me some, and he wrote the instructions down. But I'm me, so I didn't read the instructions. Oh. And had I read the instructions, I would have read the part where he said, "Start with a little a bit." Small amount. Instead, I like Put smattered it, it on like, like it was peanut like butter. peanut butter. Yeah, Just yeah. <laughs> Spread that, was, that shit that's over. That's what you would assume. I yes, yeah. you would assume Most that. Most spreads you want a bit of it yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then my heart salty. went, "Don't do this. Don't do this." <laughs> One bite, and I was like, "Well, oh. man, I'm craving it right now." <laughs> <laughs> the more you're talking about it, I'm absolutely craving it. So I'm glad to hear you got a jar. I got kicking some around here, here somewhere. somewhere. Uh, so Chicago, you went to Chicago. Yes. I saw a couple of like improv shows. Right. Chicago's big for that's, improv. Yeah. That, apparently, that's the one city where it's bigger than stand-up. Yes. Absolutely. And because it's like in Melbourne, there's like schools that teach Chicago style improv. Right. So, yeah, I knew that was the, that's the place to. Yeah, because they have it. Second City and yeah. IO and, yeah, we had Annoyance. Somebody. Yeah. That's the guy who started Annoyance. His name was uh, Mick. And he, uh, like, he's directed like Tina Fey and Stephen Colbert and stuff. Oh, wow. So I, I had this shot of Malort with him. And he said, he had like a real, it was this. You know, older older guy with a croaky voice said, I haven't had a shot of Ballard in eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is an honor. What an honor. Uh, yeah, so when the locals aren't even having it, you know. Yeah, excellent. Deshaun, how are you? I'm fantastic. I think I'm high, and I haven't even smoked or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Laker game. Oh, yeah, oh, the Laker game. Yeah. I thought you were talking about this crazy heat that came out of nowhere again. It was that freezing this morning. It's always, it goes cold, extremely hot, hot <laughs> and then cold. cold again. I had, yesterday was the first time I had running pants on. Because yeah. you know me, I'll, re- I'll, I'll wear my Ranger panties all day long. It's so cold I had morning. the running pants and the jacket and gloves and a hat, almost put on a balaclava just to go <laughs> running. And then I came out. I came out to grab something in here earlier, and it was so hot. I was like, oh, no, I'm hanging my laundry outside because yeah. it'll be done in a half hour. Yeah. I went to the store, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I want to put the windows down, but it's hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so hot. And my sister thinks I'm going to rub it in because she lives in the Midwest now. I'm like, nah, 
I'm not rubbing it. I'm no. actually complaining a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a ma- the difference between Chicago and here in, in weather is pretty Oh, yeah, it's pretty immense. Brutal. I mean, and it was warm. That was saying, geez, it's warm at the moment. But it was, you know, warm and you're for them. wearing a jacket. Yeah. And, yeah. But it was it was nice. It was just like very mild. But here, this is pretty hectic weather for autumn. Uh, yeah. For the well, fall. That's kind of how it does. Uh, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, it doesn't really get cold, cold until like cold. February. Because it's like 30, 30 degrees today. Almost. It was like 29. In Chicago? No, in uh, in um, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit, but it's oh, that's it's like uh, about eighty. Eighty degrees. It's like it's hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is summertime weather. Yeah, yeah. and Until I did not time. pack a pair, one pair of boardies or shorts at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to the shops after this and getting some more uh, weather appropriate clothes. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I just didn't look past Chicago on my trip. Mm-hmm. I googled Chicago weather, yeah. and then I packed, <laughs> forgetting that I'm going to deserts <laughs> next. <laughs> It's kind of California, then Vegas. Which but is... Vegas could be cold, though, too. Yeah. Oh, so you really? Be, yeah, yeah, you can be careful. Especially at night. Well, I'm ready. I've got I got three jumpers, and I've got all long pants. Yeah. I it can get really socks. cold yeah. out there. Okay. Well, that's good news, because I mean, I'm that's, prepared for that. That's how the deserts do. It's really hot, that's and then true. it's yeah, super yeah. cold. And people forget, Southern California is a desert. Yeah. We're not supposed to have green. Yeah, right. It's a desert, so it's hot during the day. I mean, like, Iraq, Jesus. 120 degrees during the during the day, I'm... and then it's like... 30 at night. It was so ridiculous that it got so hot out there. Like 100, over 100. Like, not like 115, like 20s and 30s. Why? Why does it need to? I remember one time I looked, I was like, why? Why does it have to be this hot? <laughs> that is. It don't make no sense. Yeah, I'm trying to do the math, but that's like, that's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and I guess deserts opposite. are famously hot. Because you know how, like, when people are in the cold and it's freezing, then it goes up a couple degrees. Everybody's like, oh, it's. Heat yeah. wave. Yeah. So there, when it's like 130, 140, and it drops down to 90, they're like, oh, it's cold. They're putting on It's not cold. The I think it's 60 Celsius for you. Holy shit. I've never yeah. experienced that, I yeah. don't think. Oh, yeah. I think we're in Melbourne, maybe you get at the re- the peak, it's sort of mid to high 40s at the absolute peak of yeah. my life, I reckon. But yeah. But never, never 50s or towards 60. That feels like people would be dying. Oh, yeah, you felt like you were dying. Yeah. My soul was definitely dying the entire time I was there. And that, it's like you're saying, it depends on what you're used to. Because yeah. there was a heat wave in, in the UK a few years ago where right. people were dying. And it was, it was this weather. Yep. It mm. was, you know, it was high, uh, you know. High 80s and yeah. 90s. And people, but they have no AC. They have no air conditioning. Their buildings there. just aren't set up for yeah. it. Oh, in the and buildings. old people are just, they were dropping dead. It yep. was wild. <laughs> they should do like, uh, what was the episode of... Uh, I'm uh, married with children. He didn't have no air. Al Bunny took his family to a grocery <laughs> store and they sat <laughs> in the freezer aisle. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they should be doing. Just go to the shopping malls and stuff. Do me a favor. Hold your mic up here a little more. Yeah, because uh, wires. Yeah, okay. the last episode was. I'm wiry. Is wiry. It's okay. Um, so yeah, let's talk about last night. Yes, the good stuff. Matt came to town and I wanted him to have the most. Los Angeles experience possible. <laughs> and we did the most Los we Angeles thing we did. You you could think of. We 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 got to go to the Laker game, sit in the box right next to Carlton or Alfonso Rivera, whatever you like to call him. From it. the Fresh Prince. I, I like to call him I, Carlton. I messaged uh mates from home in a group chat. Yeah. I said, I'm in a box at, at the lake. I sent him a photo. They're like, What the what's happened? What's happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? <laughs> And then, but then I said, and next door, in the box next door, Carlton from Fresh Prince is there. <laughs> and they're like, holy shit. But then they said, if you meet him, don't call him that. Even back home, they're like, he doesn't like to be called that. <laughs> yeah. You got to call him Alfonso Roberto. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But that's, well, whatever he's Alfonso Roberto. Yeah. Roberto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He probably doesn't like Roberto either. No, no. It was awesome, though. But that was, that was so cool. And then, they, you know, the, yeah, it was. It was a great game. Lakers won. Great, the perfect game because the mad, Orlando got a lead. Yeah, and it just ugh. got swallowed in the second quarter, and then Magic built a little lead, and it, they were holding it and holding it right until the end. And I think the Lakers only hit the front in the last 30, 40 seconds. Yep, that's mm-hmm. all you needed. Then. And it was it was perfect because it got everyone. I think it, it, you, I asked you going in, I'm like, you should win tonight, right? And you said, yeah, yeah. we should win. So I think if it was just Lakers winning the whole time, it would have been like, all right, good win. But because it felt like the there was up a... Up and down. Yeah, yeah, it really got the... It was intense. The vibe, it got it exciting. Because you never want a blowout, even if your team's winning. I just like, want... Like, blowouts are boring. Yeah, exactly. 
So for a neutral fan, even though I was going for Lakers last yeah. night, it was the perfect result. Yeah. The actually the perfect result would have been LeBron with a buzzer beater to win. But oh yeah, but it wasn't that far off, you know. No, it wasn't. He I even mean, started hitting big shots late. And then he and it, points up to the box at us. He did. He said, that one was for you. That was such a nice... I thought that was a really nice touch from him. And thanks for organizing that, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. He said, happy birthday to Sean. Yeah, that was that was amazing. We had a great, great time. We had, yeah, had a great meal beforehand. Had some fancy beer called a Fat Unicorn. Yes, Chubby, <laughs> chubby, chubby, uni- chubby Unicorn. Chubby Unicorn. Hawthorne, California. That's all I remember. Yeah, My girl ran a really good time at the Lakers game. Like She really was like into it. She was it. cheering and everything. Yeah. yeah. She kept turning around to me. She's like, are you on your phone? I was like, no, I'm watching the game <laughs> and eating ice cream. And we, you did. We got a photo with the the championship trophy from oh, yeah. the, maybe the yes. most recent one. Well, and you didn't. You didn't even bother getting a photo. I'm like, geez, this is what a local that he he won't even. He's like, hey, I've the seen real plenty tr- of those. Because remember they said, oh, we were all like, oh, it's not the real trophy. There's no way. And they were like, no, it's the no, real, it's real one. Because you got close to touching it. Yeah. And the minder goes, you don't touch it. Yeah. I was going to touch it just because he said that. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. You got escorted out. I think I am a little escorted spoiled. Escorted out, sorry. I think I am a little <laughs> spoiled. Escorted. Uh, being... Being here and getting to do as much as I do. I'm very spoiled. Like, And you'd be hanging out with touring comics from like uh, Iowa and stuff sometimes, and they'd become like wide-eyed, I imagine, through through big city LA. And you're going, all right, yeah, we'll show you, we'll show you our championship trophies. Yeah. I mean, well, the, I think I've the, touched yeah, them all. I think the younger comics are like that. Like more of the more seasoned veteran comics, they're, they've been around the block, so right. they don't really give a shit. But the younger comics are definitely like... Did I ever tell you a story about the kid at the at the improv? So <laughs> this is one I used to tell this story. So I was hanging out. No, this is at the Laugh Factory. I was hanging out at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood, and I wasn't on the show. I was just hanging out with some friends. Uh, a bunch of my friends were on the show that night, and sitting next to me was this kid from the Midwest, from Iowa, for all intents and purposes. And he just kept talking to me about how much he loved comedy and like he, he was a comedy buff and he knew comedy history and he loved this bit and that bit. And this, like he was asking me who my favorite comics are. Doesn't know who I am. Doesn't know I'm a comedian. I haven't said a word about it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just, I, mean, I'm, I love these comics. I'm here to see them. They're my friends. And he's like, oh, man, I want to be a comic one day. I, I, I'd love to be a comedian one day. I'm like, you can do it, man. This is Hollywood. Everybody's, you know, everybody's dream comes true at some point. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I get up and go, go take a piss. And uh, Enrique was running the club like. Yeah, my best friend. Um, and I go to the bathroom. And the kid comes in. He he goes to the bathroom. He keeps talking. He's keep and he's a nice kid. Like I don't. I'm not shitting on him at all. He's just a very sweet kid. Just kept talking, kept talking. And then Enrique busts the door. It opened in the bathroom. And goes Tom. Someone didn't show up. You're going next. <laughs> I'm like, do I get to finish? He goes, no. <laughs> Put it away. Zip up and get to, get to the stage. I'm like, okay. This kid has no idea who I am. All he knows is the guy he's been talking to goes to take a leak, and then the manager of the Laugh Factory is like, you're going on stage next. So in this kid's brain, all he's got to do is like take a piss at the right bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like he's closing we a show on stage. Yeah, that's that's all he knows. He, he didn't know who I was. He didn't I wouldn't I didn't talk to Enrique the entire time. He just knows this dude he was talking to. You just sign up for the comedy reserve. It can happen you, for me. <laughs> that's what he's thinking. It could happen to me. All I gotta do is take a piss at the right urinal. <laughs> yeah. In Hollywood. That's crazy. So and then did the important thing now is... I ate a shit. Yeah, okay. I totally... <laughs> he went, he I went, totally bombed. <laughs> and, he, and he fully lost any of his ambition. He's like, actually, that's not for me. I'm going to get my resume together. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back to school. <laughs> yeah, I, I ate a bag of dicks that night. That was really? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's fine. It was, okay. it was not my best. I was like, I literally had 30 seconds to it's figure out my ideal, set. It's not the ideal prep. No. Like dick that in my go hand. Either way. <laughs> yeah, because then you gotta start. Like you're walking to the stage and you're thinking while you're on stage, like ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I don't know what to talk about. People. I mean, I had the you know I had the guns, I had the weapons in the holster. I was ready. To, I was like, I know what to start with. I know what to say. Just to you know get. But it was like, I don't have anything new. It's yeah. just like, here's my A material <laughs> that I've been doing for fucking six months. <laughs> yeah. And fucking take it or leave it, and I don't give a shit. Uh, but that. Was- Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's fine. Yeah, so the game was great. We, so good. we sat in the, the box, my company box at the crypto. And, so uh, good. It was good. Yes. We ended so the good. night with Deshaun uh, dishing out wisdom to a young, young football player. Young football player. Do you remember right. that? Yeah. Okay. Because he was, he kept saying hope and wish. Yeah. Stop saying that. I hate when people say that mm-hmm. about your dreams. I, I really, it probably, like, it really bothers me when people do that. Like, if you really want to do it, say things like you're going to do it, or you yeah. always speak positive on yourself. If not you, then who? Yep. That's how I feel. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was getting some uh, second de- degree inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> some of it was bouncing off him onto me. I'm like, maybe I can achieve anything. <laughs> maybe we I can get a visa. Get this tour going. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about yourself. Uh, where are you from in Australia? How long have you been doing comedy? How'd you get into comedy? I'm uh, from Melbourne, which is like the capital of Victoria down the southeast. That's where the Olympics was at, right? Yeah, 1956 Olympics. Yeah. Wasn't there another one? More recent? Uh, Sydney Olympics was in Sydney, 2000. Okay. That's right. Sydney's the, 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 bigger, <laughs> the, the bigger, more well-known city. That's the one with the bridge and the opera house. Yes. Uh, Melbourne doesn't have anything I don't think that anyone would know of. Apart maybe in comedy, you'd know, there's the it's the, the big comedy festival in Australia. The there. Melbourne Comedy Festival. That's right. And it's, um, they say it's the third biggest in the world, I think, after Montreal and um, Edinburgh. Huh, really? Yeah, I believe so. I think okay. It's, uh, someone says that. Somebody. But I know, but America is sort of outside of that world. You know, no, the, I think the, the Melbourne Comedy, Comedy Festival, Festival is pretty big. I mean, Montreal's a huge deal. Edinburgh's yeah. a big deal. Melbourne's a big deal. Like, we have friends that go there regularly. Not us. We're not that good. <laughs> but it's but. also a different sort of system here, right? You don't... It's like uh, in Australia, most comics will work up an hour each year and then do it through a bunch of different festivals. Yeah, yeah, Often yeah. Including Edinburgh, Melbourne, right. Adelaide. Like, there's a bunch of different ones in Australia. Okay. But over here, you're more likely to you build up a like a half hour, like a head headlining slot is your sort of main goal. Is that right? Forty minutes or whatever it is. Or what is, it is the more? goal these days? Well, it depends. Not just the states, because are you on? Do you live in Chicago or do you live in L.A.? Yeah. Because L.A. is more to get on TV. Yep. Movies, stuff like that. Yeah, because you you say acting, that's part of your yes, credits, yeah. but that that's more of an LA thing. Like, if you want to be a comedy comedian and actor, you come here. And if you want to, is it? It used to be right. Now it's kind of like people because of social media can live wherever. But yeah, the goal was to build up your your fan base and your like where you could work on the road. Come here with a little bit of a name. Get the name bigger because of whatever shows or commercials. Then you get, when you go back to work the road, you get more money and stuff like yeah. that. But it's all because it's of your all acting It's all different now. Right. Yeah. But also, like, I just co-starred on a show that got released, like, two weeks ago. Nobody gets a shit. <laughs> Nobody gets a shit. Right. So it, the, you yeah, never but, know what the thing's going to be. Yeah. You can... Okay. Yeah, it's amazing to think about some of, like, those... You get cast in, like, a big blockbuster movie. And now some of them, they're just, like, pulling them. Like, never releasing oh, them yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, there was a, some sort of... Batgirl. A, Batgirl, yeah. yeah. Like, you must have thought, in your head, if you're one of the stars in that, you must be thinking, this is it. Leslie Grace, who was... She was in... Um, what's that? Lin-Manuel Miranda... Uh, Washington Heights? Or... Um, in the Heights? No, no. That's a Fox show from... <laughs> 25 years ago. <laughs> um, Leslie Grace was in this Lin-Wen, Lin-Manuel Miranda movie musical. She was great. Amazing. Like everybody else in Batgirl, like Brandon Fraser. Yes, that's right. Michael Keaton. He was going to... Oh, Keaton was going to be Batman again. In, in what Batgirl. What a bummer that that hasn't turned out. That sort I of, know. Because they were talking about if, if those things went well. He was supposed to be like Samuel L. Jackson is in the Marvel Universe, but <sighs> like as Batman. Would have been incredible. Yeah. yeah he was in supposed to show up in in the Heights. So he was supposed to show up in Aquaman. I watched Aquaman, the, the Flash the on the Flash. way over. Yeah. And I thought he was awesome. He was awesome. The problem was the movie was called The Flash. Right. So The Flash should have been awesome. Yeah. But, right. Right? 
Right. She is gorgeous. <laughs> so that movie was supposed to make her career. That's so. This is Batwoman. Batgirl. Batgirl. Yeah. Oh, that, that movie hurts. Yeah. That's got to hurt more than anything. I mean, your show got the, released. Yeah. And you're telling everybody at this point. It's like, yo, we're, I'm about to be in Batgirl. Yeah. We just filmed. They were Get editing. Ready. They were in post. It oh. was basically done. That sucks. And Warner's pulled it. Which is, yeah, Why? just seems you're bizarre. Done. Because the new president of Warner Brothers decided it would be more lucrative as a tax write-off for them to lose $90 million than to spend more money for what they said would not have been you don't in the plan. No. Right. You don't know. Do you know what I think about anytime when people say, oh, it's not going to work? Somebody had to go into an office one day and get, guys, I got the greatest idea. We're going to take some turtles and we're gonna, they're going to step <laughs> yeah. in some goo, and they're going to be able to talk, yeah. and they're going to know karate, and they're going to love pizza, and then the rat is going to adopt and be their dad. Yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, if Gazillions you heard that, you're going to be like, boo, get yeah. out of my yeah. office. Yeah, that's, but look, it's one of the biggest right. things. <laughs> the first initial pitch had to be like, this yeah. dude is crazy. Mm. But if you took a chance, and you're already done, you might as well finish it. Well, that's not how Mutant Ninja Turtles happened. They actually produced. Oh. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but for the nerds who are listening, how that happened was uh, Eastman and Laird actually printed the comic book themselves, black and white, sold out. They just sold out runs. Mm. So they didn't go to a, a company. They didn't go to a Marvel or a DC. They, sold, they made a shit ton of money themselves, and then they sold it. Because no but, one would have said yes. No, no, nobody would have said that. Anyway, so. That, it, did that happen before Brendan Fraser blew up again he like, was it was in the middle of his renaissance because if surely that you've got michael keaton brendan fraser obviously they didn't give it's a shit. got the name yeah. bat in the film yeah they, but there was so much turmoil at, at warner brothers right because Z, uh, david zasloff took over and then you had james gunn and his producing partner now like running the show at dc yeah. so it's it was a whole they were just cleaning the slate they were just wiping the slate clean. What's your what's your show from two weeks ago? Why haven't you mentioned it before now? Uh, because of the strikes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like people are not allowed a, to. A couple of my fans have just like text me and email me, and they're like, "Hey, you're on the show." Shit, that is unlucky I'm like, timing. Fuck. We filmed it a year ago, and I've been oh, waiting. Man. Like I have some great stories about like <laughs> getting cast and being on the show, and oh. even when on stage, he would try to t- talk about it, but couldn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and oh, then uh, that's brutal. Yeah, I mean, I can't say it, but if you go to my IMDb page, it's there, and it and hopefully, yeah, it's, maybe this week. Well, you never know. It's maybe be resolved or not. But you were saying if it doesn't get resolved this week, it's not going to happen until January. Yeah, personally, I don't think so. So, well, fingers crossed. Hopefully, anyway. uh, a good result happens. Hopefully, you know, I'm on the side of the big studios. <laughs> <laughs> little joke there. Little joke. <laughs> I'm just happy that I know that my ex watches this show, uh, so I'm gonna show up and she's gonna hate it. Oh, so that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, revenge. It's awesome. I love that. I love you've still yeah. got that bitterness in your heart. Absolutely, as you should. Never <laughs> let that go anywhere. <laughs> that's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah. Just hold on to it. Just hold that <laughs> hatred. It <Yeah>. drives you. <laughs> it, yeah. it makes me a better actor. Like if I'll you didn't the last have that. Dance. Yeah, <laughs> what if it was like a scene where you had to be angry? You're not going to have nothing to pull nope. from. Nope. Keep That's that true. anger. Yep. Yeah. Keep it. Yeah. I'm just handing Tom a, an iPad now <laughs> with a, a video of his ex saying Tom will never achieve anything. Yeah. He'll and certainly never be in one of my favorite shows. <laughs> And that seems to be multiple him. episodes. Yeah. So that happened to a friend of mine, actually. Not an ex, but um, we both had this. I don't know if she would have been an agent or a manager. And one time he came to her. He didn't have no, no credits at the time, but he was like, I want this done, this, this, this. Not like that, but, you know, he sh- she got mad at him. He was like, I don't want to need to deal with you then. You're never going to make it. Like a month later, he booked like a commercial. Then got a couple more commercials. And every time he had booked something bigger, I'd always hit him up and go, you're not going to make it. <laughs> you're never going to make it. And then when he got on, um, what was the show? He got, uh, I think it's called Good Girls. Okay. It's the one, um, the three ladies were yeah. Robin. Yeah. Yes. He's the bad guy. The, oh, okay. Tatted up. I was like, you're never going to make it. You're trash. And every, I mean, he just always be booking. I'm like, I always wondered if that lady mm-hmm. watches, uh, ha- like is flipping through and sees him and wants to slap herself. Well, my first agent, his 
one of my buddies is a client of his and when my buddy was like hey you should look at tom he goes i already got like three guys that look like him yeah and uh like the next week i booked like a very lucrative <laughs> commercial but they don't look like this now. yeah <laughs> and my buddy calls him up he's like you just missed a pretty healthy commission yeah and in, like the next week he 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 signed me and then i've been with him ever since does he does he backdate that uh commission no 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 <laughs> too late now yeah too late now Snooze, you lose. <laughs> yep. should have did the right thing when you did it yeah but comedy's different here depend i mean even now yeah. it's different from 10 years ago when i moved here right now is because the social media the plan used to be you get good at comedy you move to la you get seen you wind up being jeff foxworthy or rodney carrington or or one of the comics who has a sitcom like that was the goal back yeah. in the day it used to be in the 70s and 80s it was like you come here you get on the tonight show you're freddie prince jr and now you're in chico and the man or you're eddie murphy eddie murphy or richard <laughs> pryor or whatever or you know later uh, you wind up being Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, anybody yeah, like, like that. There's so, like so Tim many Allen. people came through. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But sitcoms aren't even a thing anymore. Nope, they're not even a thing. So like, you come out here and like, so what is the plan? You come out and do a movie. You're a dramatic actor. I mean, one of my buddies, uh, Marilyn Reicheb, she's like, she's a hilarious comedian. She's known for being on Twenty Four for like right. nine seasons Isn't or some funny? shit like that. So. And it's like when uh, when Saget was on Full House, like people didn't know he was the dirtiest fucking comic yeah, on the yeah, planet. Yeah, that was such a fun reveal yeah. when I saw some of his stand-up years later. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And when so like I've been at clubs when people are like, she when Mary Lynn goes on stage and people are like, aren't you the girl from like Twenty Four? Right. And then she's a hilarious comedian. They're like, we didn't even know. So like we, well, I don't even know what the goal is anymore. There's not sitcoms, but there's still lots of comedies, right? Like yeah, Tiffany Haddish is is starring yeah. in this sort of murder comedy. I've yeah, been yeah. Watching, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, the sitcom have gone though. Yeah, it's, right. it's not like, like when it was that in the day. Literally would boost people to like we said, Tim Allen's the Kevin James Seinfeld. 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 Yeah, so if you can get and Ray Romano, Ray Romano. What's funny to me is if you pay attention because someone was asking like, why is Carlton a like you get stereotyped? Because usually the comedian comes in and plays themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not a character. And they're usually their name with a different last name. Yes. And yeah, then so you don't have nothing to break away from. Mm-hmm. You've always been yourself in that sitcom. Now, the characters of the sitcom are usually so funny, and we love them for that character. That's mm-hmm. why it's hard, especially if it's successful, yeah. for us to see you branch off of anything else. Yeah. You're still here. Kramer is still called Kramer. Yeah, yeah. Carlton's still called Carlton. It's still Carlton. Yeah. Like, if you see anybody from one of them ones, like, if you see Jaleel White, you're going to be like, Steve Urkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that was years ago, but he killed it so good, we don't want to see you do anything else. Well, they, that, I think that's why in the show he started doing a, Stefan. a second he character yeah. to right. try and break the, out. And that didn't even work. Yeah. Like, it was too It was late. a clever idea, but yeah. It was too yeah. Late. You, you were c- Steve Urkel. You were, you were the greatest Steve Urkel yeah. ever. Yeah. They should have just did a movie with it and capitalized more on the. But that, yeah, like, and and I think people end up getting pretty bitter about being stuck in that. But yeah, I mean, it, I. But I you're still it, working, though. Yeah, I mean, it, there's got to be part of you that's. I know. I think some people are, and some people are, but some people are like, oh, I think, uh, thank, thank God for the for that character, or whatever. Oh yeah, but some other pe- people, it's like a curse. Yeah, some, some people, people ride that. Yeah, yes. some people hate it, and some people ride it to the grave. But if you, I think if you embrace it, maybe you do get other roles and stuff, but you got to be thankful that people even know you. Because mm. before, you were just walking around as you. Now at least they can go, oh, my gosh, I love you in wada, 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 or whatever it is. Unless they're like, I love you in wada, 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 and you're like, that wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that. I hate when people, and they go, yes, it is. Why would I lie about Why? that? Yeah. I know who I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, 45 minutes into the episode, let's ask the question. <laughs> uh, what is your relationship with the paranormal? Do you have one? I, I really, I like it. I, uh, I want to believe. I've been watching the X-Files lately. Yeah. And I, I want to be more a David Duchovny than a Gillian Anderson, <laughs> who, like, no matter how much proof she has in front of her, right. not Gillian Anderson, her character. Scully. Scully, sorry. Yeah. She's someone who broke her... Uh, Oh, she's, she's amazing. She does all sorts of stuff. Have you she's seen Jillian? like the Prime Minister of, um, of England. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Gillian Anderson lately? No. Dude. Let's look her up now. Dude. 
She what she was she was attractive in the 90s. Yeah. She had a glow up like you would not believe. Like you see Jillian Anderson now and you're like, "What?" Let's go. She's hotter now than she was <laughs> then. And now look at her as Margaret Thatcher if you really want to see oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for that. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's great. And uh but but yeah, her character just does not want to believe. Yeah. Mulder wants to believe. Yeah. Scully will do anything. Scully to got help pregnant believe. by an alien. And she still <laughs> she still was like, I don't, I don't know about this. There's got to be an explanation, Mulder. So if you got pregnant by an alien, Matt, would I'm you I li- <laughs> man, I wouldn't take me much. I just need a little bit and I will I'll be all in. What would so it So that's why I want to see this photo that you showed okay. Fumiabe okay. uh months ago. Okay. Um I'll show you that. But my brain will probably say, ah, it's a trick of the light or something. But so, but I, and then on the podcast we were talking about before, do go on. We've done, I've you know, I've, I've read up for different episodes about Bigfoot and the mm-hmm. Mothman, like so many American ones. The Mothman from uh, West Virginia. West Virginia, that's right. Uh, from uh, Erie, I think. Erie, West Virginia. No, no, no. no. Erie's Erie. in Pennsylvania. Oh, well, that's weird that we, hmm. that's Erie. Um, yeah. Oh, whoever it was, yeah, wherever it was. And, um, you know, the Loch Ness monster, but mm-hmm. also like the there was this haunted house in uh, England called the was haunted by the black black monk of Pontefract. How Went to I... that house when I was when we toured over there. Did you do an episode about that? Didn't oh uh, I did a on a I think on a live oh, episode okay. we did a short spooky okay. story each, maybe a Halloween special. Okay, so that was my one, and then like not long after we were driving basically through the neighborhood, so we and it did have a bit of a you know, a bit of a feel right. about it, but I, I, it's hard to know how much of that, you know, you put it was in your head, psychosomatic. Yeah. It's like, uh, I went in, um, Santa Clara the other day. I went to the Winchester mystery house. Yep. We've, that was one of our first episodes, which like, and the spookiest thing was I couldn't figure out how to buy a ticket. So I, <laughs> I wasn't able to get in and, uh, no one answered the phone. The door was closed, That's so but funny. I took some photos out the front Damn. and it looked kind of, looked kind of fun. You didn't go in at all. I wasn't out. I couldn't figure oh, out how to right. get in there. <laughs> I think you have to buy tickets online. I don't I, know. Yeah. Probably. I tried to do that. And I just, uh, anyway, it was cool to be near it. And then I went for, uh, beautiful mexican dinner just up the road it was funny how close it was to this like very new shopping strip <laughs> yeah it's beautiful hey this is haunted by the way yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you grow up like what was your your family's view on the supernatural were you religious or yeah were you not? We, we went to church every sunday and so i guess i believed in for a long time, I believed in uh, the ghost of Jesus, right? The, and all, the Holy all Trinity, that, you know, heaven, and yeah, 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 all of that. Fully believed that till I was seventeen, and sort of just uh, fell fell off it uh, when I read some an essay by a, a pop punk singer. <laughs> I was in like, a, I'm not shocked by this. Coming from you, I'm not shocked by this at all. The, Jim from Pennywise wrote some sort of a blog, <laughs> and I was. Uh, it's a lo- it's, they're a local band, Hermosa Beach. Yeah, not too far from here. Yeah, and um, we're gonna actually be there later. Yes. Yeah. I haven't. I'll have to get a photo next to the because f- he like every show they ever played. He say we're Pennywise from Hermosa Beach, California, and I've never really. So you need I haven't to been able to sign. connect that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so there was, he wrote some article which just had was very like basic. This is why I don't believe in all right. that stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, I've never even. Logic critically thought about this at all, right? Yeah, and it, it was amazing how it fell away. I went to school, a Catholic school, in the morning, fully believing in it all, and I went home for dinner, and I, was, <laughs> I didn't believe in any of it. It was so weird. But do you yeah. remember what it was in that article that made you? Oh, it was fall just away? stuff. It was it was just all the things that you've heard probably a million times about how uh, people used to need explanations for why it rained and why there was thunder and. Mm-hmm. And we know now why there yeah. are those things. Yeah. And of course, I mean, I only know them because people say that's the truth. Right. I don't, I mean, I, I understand science as much as I understand <laughs> faith, but yeah. still, I'm like, yeah, no, I believe the scientists. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so, but I think, uh, I was trying to think about times I've thought I've, I've um, experienced anything like that. And I remember my granddad died. And this was after I stopped believing that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. 
but it was it was the first sort of family member I knew died, and I was um I think I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I re- when I went to bed that night, I felt I swear or I swore at the time. Now I think I was probably just w- wanting to feel comforted or whatever, but mm-hmm. I felt him sitting at the end of the bed and putting his hand on my leg in it, not in a weird way, and just sort of right. um, trying to comfort you, sort yeah. of way, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, and it felt really comforting and stuff. And I fully believe that for a while. Looking back now, I'm like, that's probably just, you know, my mind trying to be kind to me or whatever. Right, right. Okay. Um, and I haven't, yeah, I can't, can't really remember anything since. You know, apart from, I'll watch a, a horror movie and then all of a sudden you're feeling. Yeah. Then you, you know, want to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's yeah. everything. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched Arachnophobia. I thought there were spiders on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you can whole, feel. Oh my gosh, it was so gross. Oh, you see a spider web and all of a sudden you can yep. feel them on you. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you're laying in bed sometimes and you feel maybe like a, a bug or something and you think you feel a bug and the rest of the night you're just like scratching your yeah. leg. You're like, oh, man, my bed's infested with whatever, and it's <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's not. It's just the wind blowing your, your leg hair a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's why I'm I'm keen on it, though. I really, I'd love to believe. I, I Even the idea of ghosts probably used to trip me out a bit, but now I'm like, man, I'd love to see ghosts. What would it take for you to believe? What what kind of evidence? I'd probably I'd probably have to like see something myself and be confident it's a real thing. Okay, which is probably a, a very high, um, like I I just think my brain will explain away photos and videos. Your brain's not going to explain away this. Okay, well I'm looking forward to this. So we're going to show you this, um, and then uh, and then we'll wrap up because we're actually going to do an episode of your podcast. Yeah, that's right. Who knew it with Matt Stewart? I'm looking forward to that. I've got a few. Uh, I really want to see what you say about this picture first slash video. Uh, yeah. I love to see when people try to justify. Oh, all right. So yeah. you yeah, because uh, th- was that the first time you played it or showed it to Fumabi or yeah yeah yeah. Every once in a while we'll show people just to see what they say. Yeah, because I. Yeah, listening to it, I'm like, I'm dying to see what this is. Okay, um, so did you did you hear the explanation of what happened? So you were, yeah, you were near a, a mining area. Yeah. I thought the story was going to the place because you went for dinner and a woman said that um, they were closed. Yeah. And then you, I thought you were going to say, and then we asked someone else and they said, the woman directed sound here and they said, there hasn't been a woman at a restaurant <laughs> for 70 years. <laughs> That would have been crazy. <laughs> that would have been crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you know the basic story. We went to this mine. We take some pictures. We leave. We don't see anything until later that night when oh, this comic is like, hey, what is this? So what you're looking at is a screen grab of his phone. He actually recorded this, so this is actually a video. But all of those photos that you see, you're only going to see this in one photo, and these were taken moments from each other. Right. Okay. So you keep that mic near your mouth. We're going to let this yeah. play. And uh, you tell me what you see. Okay. <gasps> Holy shit. That is. Whoa. Yeah, he's going to adjust the contrast. Oh, man. That's a, that's a, that's a head without a body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. That's like a. And you, you swear that like every photo either side of it, there was nothing there. Nothing there. Wow, that's like clear as day ahead. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you'll see him and it'll be like it'll be a lens flare. Yeah, and people say that's a this is the spirit. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, that's that's, that's the dirt. light. Yeah, yeah, or dirt, or yeah, that's but, a speck on the lens. Wow, but that's very clearly a face. And you were you were there. I was, and so, you trust this friend isn't fucking with you. No, yes, I absolutely. Wow. I actually have video of me taking. A, I have video of me. Videoing, videoing him, him taking, taking this photo. So the moment that he's taking this photo, I have video of that moment happening. That is, uh, I mean, trusting you and your trust in your friend. So there's a couple of steps there. But if that, if that's all legit, I don't know how to explain that at all. Yeah. That's very that's a clearly a face. He looks like uh, Australian uh, comedy director Henry Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm pretty sure could not have been there that day, because <laughs> he died in 1869. <laughs> wow! Crazy. So you're, and that's the thought. This is a ghost of a miner. That's the, our thinking. That's what we think. Oh, I wonder if you can get records of. Here's so my girlfriend works at 
a very reputable, you know where she works. She works at a museum and she got me the list of names of the miners who were killed in that mine. So part of my research project that I've been working on, on top of the other nine projects that I've been doing, is trying to track this person down. This has made me feel like a, <laughs> like a, like a feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Like really? in my chest, I can feel like really. Yeah, it's surreal. I that's love it. A really that because I remember the first time I saw it, I said, "That's a face." Yeah. And there's no body. Where is the body? Yeah. yeah. So there's no it, way to fake it. And sometimes, you know, people say, I saw a face in the clouds or in a yeah, tree or yeah, something. Yeah. It's like, you, I can see how you see that in the grain of the mm-hmm. wood, but that is just, that is a face. Without a body. Yeah. Yes. Just the face. And it was not there a, se- a split second earlier and a split second later. Yep. All those photos that you saw at the beginning of that video are, those are just moments from each other. And none of those, none of these photos have have that image in there yeah so, that's yeah. sick i love it well that's great so we're all gonna live forever <laughs> as long as we have unfinished business <laughs> that's, that's why, why i don't finish it. anything yeah so the key <laughs> the key is to procrastinate <laughs> and that's the key to eternal life well i haven't returned a movie to blockbuster so there that's is perfect. <laughs> that's gonna get harder to do now yeah i, I know <laughs> there's only one left and it's in oregon and i would say can you return it oh there's one in oregon mm-hmm. there's if only one left open well, this has been fun, man. Uh, we're, I'm excited to do Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, which is on the Do Go On podcast. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Matt Stewart Comedy on Instagram, and I think my website's mattstewartcomedy.com. I love that you're not sure about this. Yeah, that's what I Well, was. I mean, who, I'm not often uh, looking it up, but I do believe in myself. I'll yeah, tell you that for matters. nothing to Sean. <laughs> yeah, Matt Stewart Comedy mainly, and I think if you look up Matt Stewart Comedy, you'll find me. And, of course, Do Go On podcast. Yeah, if, if people, like, people like spooky stuff, it's more like talking about the history of things, like yeah. the Bigfoot story, the Mothman story is great. I'm Meso from Weekly Planets yep. on that episode. And, but it's uh, not just spooky stuff. It's No, that's everything. right. Yeah. It's, it's the well, life of Marilyn Monroe. Yes. The, and uh, the history of World War I. Um, and there's a, there's a bunch of, like, army vet, uh, badasses. We yeah. Call them World War Two badasses. Ch- Chesty McPuller or Puller McChesty, the Marine yes. the guy. Chesty uh, Chesty Puller. That's yeah, right. Chesty Puller. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the who's the who's the airplane guy? Oh yeah, the Red Baron. No, 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 no. Stole some money. Jumped out of a plane. Oh yeah, DB Cooper. DB Cooper. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you have a. Patreon level, the DB Cooper that's level. The Dreamboat Cooper. Yes, we, Dreamboat. we figured <laughs> out that's what the DB <laughs> stood for. That man was he was hot. <laughs> Just did you well? Did you see sunglasses? And did you see Loki last season? The yeah, where that was fun. They supposedly Loki oh, man, was oh, DB Cooper. Is this, do you think this means anything? So I was in Chicago, <laughs> and then on the last night, I got back to my hotel and I put on the new episode of Loki, and it was set in Chicago. What are, the, what are the odds of that? And it was set because awesome. it, it was like, uh, I just learned that day about the Great Chicago Fire, and that's why they call it the Second City, because they rebuilt it. Mm-hmm. And then they they go either side of the fire in Loki, because he can time travel now. He's a a Norse god, mm-hmm. yeah. who for some reason now is like a time-traveling mm-hmm. bureaucrat. Yes, that's <laughs> you basically explained it. That's, I, um, that's about right. I... I I've only got into the world of comics stuff like in the last five years or something. Because of Meso? Because of Meso, <laughs> yeah, exactly, because of Meso. And now it's, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain how the Loki journey arrived there. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a circular story. I mean, that's his whole journey is just, it never ends. Right. So that's the whole deal with OB and the the circle of the the, the oh, sacred timeline great, great character yeah, yeah. good to see kiwi kwan yeah he's great he's so good so happy for that guy won an oscar after like 25 years of so like good. hollywood going who are you yeah harrison ford you? remembered yeah apparently that that made him real happy one time yeah it's it a beautiful story as it should <laughs> uh where are you uh i am deshaun ross that's d-s-e-a-n and then ross and I post whatever I can when I can. Uh, I am at underscore Tom Tran, T-H-O-M-T-R-A-N. The show is at Scary Funny Show across the Internet. I am super happy that we get we got Matt on the show when Jess and, and uh, Dave come over. I'll have to get them on the show as well. Yeah, they um, love it, I'm sure. If you want to support Dave the show. Dave definitely believes. Dave, yes. He's Dave a big believer. Believes. 
Uh, Jess, big skeptic. <laughs> I would love to have them both on the show. Same time. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, the show is at Scary Funny Show across the internet. If you want to support us, grab a T-shirt, a mug, a mouse pad, a poster, whatever you want from our T Public store. Tom, <laughs> just like that day I read uh, Jim from Pennywise's blog, and I, I started the day a, a believer and ended a non-believer. Uh-huh. Today, in between seeing that photo, I started this podcast a non-believer. And I'm finishing somewhat of a believer. I am so happy to hear awesome. that. So happy to hear that. If you want to be a believer like Matt, keep listening to the show. Leave us a five-star rating. Good comment. Tell your friends about the show. And uh, come on back. Happy Halloween. We're dropping this the day after Halloween. But uh, happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. And this is 50-something-plus episodes of uh, The Scary Funny Show. So thank you again for listening. Keep laughing or die trying. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.